Greetings and welcome to the Prison News Podcast right here on Anchor. I'm your host. Folks, I'm making this late at night. This is just coming in. It looks like over in South Carolina, the McCormick Correctional Facility, we've had some inmates take over out there. Uh, the dorm, they call it a dorm, basically a pod. They're trying to get it secured. Inmates couldn't get through. Razor wire, fences, prisoners trying to escape. And then all they could really say was a tweet. Tweets are coming out now. It says all staff are safe and accounted for, the department said. Then a tweet came out, posted around 6.15, reiterated that the incident was isolated. That's that's uh, damage control. They said it was isolated. You have no idea what went on in there, how many other guys were just laying for him. Uh, it says there's never been a fire during the incident. That'll you have to. It'll take a day to find out whether there was a fire during the incident or not. They could have gotten hold of a homemade cutting torch somewhere. So this is all damage control. Damage control statements. The, the maximum security facility is located Redemption Way, just off US 378. It has a capacity of around 900 inmates, at least according to the department. Next, Martha Stewart details her horrifying prison experience. Nobody should have to go through that, she says. Well, you may recall Martha Stewart. Some people say she was railroaded. I don't know. Uh, I didn't follow it real close. She says a lot of indignity, but she does kind of tell the truth here. She talks about the, when you go through it, it really does something to you. She calls it horrifying, and many people will whisper a death threat. In fact, the next one coming up here, you won't believe, right after this this here. Anyway, she says it was a type of a growth experience. Now, Martha Stewart, she's 76 years old right now. She was in the minimum security uh, prison, but she says it's no walk in the park. But, you know, she says there's still guards there and things get nasty, believe me. If you've ever toured a, toured a women's prison, when you're out away from staff a little bit, it is, I mean, if you talk about swearing like a sailor, it's beyond that, if you can imagine such a thing. Now, with her ever-expanding empire, at her age, she's just released her 89th cookbook called The Martha Stewart Slow Cooker, <laughs> and uh, she refuses to let those unbearable five months define her, she says. Now, listen to this, folks. Get this now. Missouri's troubled prison system could lose citizens' oversight panel. What does that mean? No citizens oversight. Listen to this one. Hang on. Prison sergeant was burned, beaten to death with fire extinguisher. Autopsy confirms. A newly completed autopsy on Sergeant Megan, oh yes, Megan Callahan, a diminutive little girl. What was she doing wandering around with those sergeant's bars on her arm? With a convicted murderer walking around through hot, hot water in her face, scalded her, beat her to death with a fire extinguisher after he started the fire. Now, listen to the buzzwords. I'm trying to teach you folks how to see how damage control is done here. A newly completed autopsy report on Sergeant Megan Callahan confirmed she was beaten to death with a fire extinguisher inside a North Carolina prison. I'm going to get that name of that prison for you before this is out, folks. The autopsy report released by a pathologist at Eastern Carolina University on Tuesday. Wait a minute. Why is a state prison having a state university do the autopsy report? Wouldn't you want somebody who was outside the loop? Is this starting to sound like O.J. Simpson autopsy reports? It appears what law enforcement officers suspected, that at inmate at Bertie Correctional Institution, if you want to Google it, it's spelled B-E-R-T-I-E, beat Callahan in the head back in April 26. State officials say inmate Craig Wisnick set a fire inside a trash can, then he hit Callahan on the head with the fire extinguisher she brought to put out the flames. Folks, typically sergeants don't run around with fire extinguishers. They have corporals to do that and officers to do that. Now, Wozniak was in prison for, well, what else? First-degree murder was again charged with murder following Callahan's death. Dr. Karen Kelly, the pathologist, found that the cause of death was traumatic head injuries due to an assault with a fire extinguisher. Now, according to a representative with the Eastern Regional Medical Examiner's Office, uh-oh, 
Now we have an Eastern Regional Medical Now we have the chain of evidence is broken four times now. It shouldn't be like this, folks. Anyway, the autopsy also contributed, uh, said contributing factors were thermal burns to her face, chest, and her left arm. She was probably right-handed holding this thing. The representative said there appears to support the assertion that Wisnick heated water in a microwave oven and threw it at Callahan before burning her as a prison disciplinary report uh, alleges. A prison disciplinary report alleges. Folks, where's the warden? The warden's not here. He's not answering questions. Should that warden be removed from command for a little while while the assistant warden takes over? We got inmates, convicted murderers, running around with microwave ovens and uh, getting water hot and throwing it in the face of a woman. Uh, well, sergeant or employee, uh, beating her to death and all these things. I, I just, there's no excuse. Folks, this is the end of prison news. You're not going to hear it anywhere else, typically. Lord bless all of you. Bye for now.